evening, everybody. This is Derek with the Grumpy Guy Show for episode number 39, No Tips for You, recorded on February 21st, 2022. Tonight's topics, we have I Overrides We, Ethanol Isn't So Green, and more. So stay tuned. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Grumpy Guy Show. I'm Derek McAllister. And I'm Ryan McAllister. So we got a sh- we got some topics tonight. I'm not sure what uh, what's going to come out of them and how many we're going to get to, but we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Seems we're both a little sluggish today for some reason. But... Yep. Oh well, we'll figure it out. So what do you say we jump into the first one? Transition. <laughs> we're just really good at those, you know. If we don't we tell people. That there's a transition. How are they gonna know? <laughs> no idea. Anyway, what's the first topic? All right. So the first thing came up last week on. on uh, oh, it was on the news. I don't. It had to be on the the world news, or the world news. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, there was a priest. In Texas, which is how I know it had to be the world news. Um, but throughout his entire career, now the guy, he's he's very close to retirement. So mm-hmm. when I say throughout his entire career, it means it was quite some time. Mm-hmm. So throughout his entire career, as he baptized children, he said, we, instead of I. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just how ridiculous these religions are. Because yeah. of that, every single child that this priest baptized is now supposedly not baptized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's the ridiculous level there is with this stuff. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Because I don't get of, it. So I, I don't remember the exact phrasing, but he is—he was supposed to say, "I baptize you in the name of the Lord" or whatever, something like that. And instead, mm-hmm. he said, "We." He was thinking along the lines of the congregation, because mm-hmm. you know it's it, it's something that's specific to normally specific to your congregation. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, we, for his entire career. So now, because he screwed up, the church, and I don't remember which church it is, whether it's the Baptist church or the Catholic or whatever. I mean, they're, they're all part of Christianity, so you know it's, yeah. it's all basically the same. But the church decided that these people are not baptized because mm-hmm. he said, we. And I'm just like, are you serious? How ridiculous can you get? You know? I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't get it. Neither do I. It shouldn't really matter. It shouldn't matter. You know, because the, the whole idea of baptism isn't about some form of ritual. I mean, yes, it is kind of a ritual, but... 
rituals don't necessarily have the exact same wording every single time, but, you know, Mm -hmm. this is Christianity, so who the heck knows what they're talking about? Mm -hmm. You know, it's Christianity, the religion that is has a sin for stealing yet stole most of their <laughs> most of their stories are stolen from other cultures and religions <laughs> yep no but whatever well their land was stolen too yeah yeah and i i find it hilarious because you know you'll get all these people to say they say that uh you know christianity oh w- Christians are so good and they're so they're so nice and they're you know they're they're not violent at all like like these Muslims. <laughs> and all I can Christians think is have, Christians have killed more people than any other religion. All I can think well you got to you got to you have to actually kind of put that in in scope. They've killed more in the name of their religion than mm-hmm. others. But, you know, you, you, all you have to do is you have to, you just have to look at what Christians did in the name of God. Crusades. Yeah. The Crusades were all about eliminating the Muslim religions of the and Middle East. And taking back the Holy Land. And taking Which they the failed land. at. Yeah. You know, but, but, that's what the Crusades were about. Spoiler alert, they still don't have the Holy Land. Yeah. The Holy Roman now Empire. Now the Jews and the Muslims are fighting for it. The Holy Roman Empire. Which was really just Germany, but nobody cares. No, the Holy Roman Empire? That started it was based in, in Germany. No, it wasn't. The Roman Empire was Italy. The Holy Roman Empire mm, was Germany. I don't know. But at any rate, you know, that that whole conquer the conquering there was all about forcing people into Christianity. Mm-hmm. And the worst of all was Hitler. Yep. He was trying to get rid of Jewish people in the mm-hmm. name of Christianity. Well, it wasn't necessarily in the name of Christianity. That was a piece of it. Because was, they weren't. It was a part of it. They they weren't considered. He didn't consider them to be normal because, or mm-hmm. something along those lines. I don't know. He was. Yeah. He was a bit was psycho. A, for him, it was more of a ethnic thing than a religious thing. Yeah, but with the Jewish culture, the religion is their ethnicity. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. But at any rate, you know, Hitler was psycho anyway, so. He was. You know, I mean, how many he people. He was an idiot, too. How, how, many, how many people could you ever think of that sanctioned the idea of, you know, how best to, to or how, how many ways can you torture and kill and reuse humans, you know, human body parts, while at the same time sanctioning the idea of, Cooking, a, finding, doing research to cook a lobster in the most humane way possible. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense at all. No, but that's that's why that's I say he was psycho. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, you know. So so 
back to the back to the main topic here. You know, I I don't get anybody this. who believes in eugenics is a psycho. Yeah, yeah, but I I just I don't get the idea of oh, you said we, so all these people they're they're not baptized, and of course yeah, that does not make sense. You know, some of these people have passed. You know, they've they've died. Mm-hmm. believing that they were baptized and you know part of the belief with it is that being baptized means that you can be saved you know mm-hmm. your soul can be saved by by god so hmm does that mean since some human decided that this one human screwed up and used the wrong word that now god's not going to save these people so yeah, what's he gonna do? They're he's all up going there to hell. Heaven. He's up there in heaven. <laughs> well, you know, they they decided that uh, this guy screwed up and he used we instead of I. So you go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, it's just Don't so worry. it's it's my so friend's, ridiculous. My friend's been saying that he wants to turn hell into a theme park when he dies. Yeah. So, so those people will be fine <laughs> eventually. But you know, I mean. It's Give them eighty just, years; they'll be okay. It's just ridiculous. Uh, this this whole you know this whole notion that a human can do this. You know, it's like, oh well, we know that you abused children your entire life, but say fifty Hail Marys and you'll be saved. You'll you're you're fine. Mm-hmm. What? Come on, that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, that's that's not how it works. And it's it's a big part of the reason that I I don't believe in any religion that there is out there. Hmm. Yeah, at least none that I'm aware of. But I don't hmm. feel I I don't feel that this is this is everything, and that once you die you're done. But at the same time, I I don't believe that any of the religions have it right. They're praying I agree. on. None of them have it right. Yeah, they're they're just sitting there praying on your fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So. Some have some things right. Others have other things right. Yeah, possibly. You know. But none of them get hundred percent correct. No, no. So anyway. And you should know, since you are God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least according to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that all went back to the whole the whole thing of, uh, yeah. In in Christianity, you're you're not supposed to use the Lord's name in vain. So I said, mm-hmm. oh well, I'm saving people. I'm God. <laughs> so when you speak, when you say God, oh God, I hate that. You're saying, you're talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, so I was doing a service. <laughs> yeah it's all fun who cares right (laughs) plus you worked at burger king so that's another service (laughs) (laughs) oh my all right so transition time because i think we yeah i I think we beat that one to death so transition So the next thing, so so this topic, I'm gonna drop a link in the in the uh, in the show notes or show description, whatever it's called, uh-huh. so that people can actually check out the article for themselves. Uh, 
but it was a routers article routers.com mm-hmm. and it was based on a study that you know I should probably have I probably should have pulled this up so that I could see so I could be reminded of uh, hmm. what branch of government it was because it actually talks about the different the different branch and branches of government in here that had done this so this particular study a new study was done by the USDA yep and <clears throat> it kind of overrides something that was done back in 2005 that requires you know it's a study that was done before um I don't, I'm not seeing the the branch of the government that did it before. Oh, it was the U.S. EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, mm-hmm. had done the study in the past, right? Or have I got this backwards? Oh, dag nabbit! I had this all in my head and all straightened out, and then I just lost it. all right so at at any rate those are the two those are the two agencies involved the original study was that ethanol was going to save the planet it was going to make things so much better because you know it was it burned cleaner and it was so much easier on the environment and of course it was gonna it was gonna drastically reduce our dependence on foreign oil and all this other crap right Mm mm-hmm it was renewable. Yeah, and and it's renewable. And you know, you get you get big companies such as NASCAR mm-hmm. who convert to it and use that solely. NASCAR yep. NASCAR cars are run completely on ethanol. Yep. So what's happened is this new study has found that going with ethanol-based fuels is worse for the environment than using oil. Really? Yes. And it has to do with it has to do with a whole lot of the way <clears throat> the way that crops have been rotated and and whatnot. So mm-hmm. in the past, basically the government because of the surplus of um, of crops, the government will pay a a farmer a certain amount of money to you know leave a few fields empty and it's also good for the fields because then you know wild stuff grows and nutrients get replenished back in to the soil mm-hmm. well what's happened because of the need for corn to produce mm-hmm. the ethanol they've actually gone away from that because farmers can make more money by actually plowing all of their fields and planting corn in fields that you know had different crops the previous year so now all these fields are constantly being tilled which is using up all kinds of carbon as in Mm -hmm. oil for the diesel burning all kinds of yeah burning within internal combustion engines plus because 
the natural nutrients aren't being replenished by leaving a field alone or planting a different crop, they're adding fertilizers. So what's happening is they're actually polluting the air drastically just to save the air. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and of course, most... uh, you know, mo- most politicians have been along. The, you know, they've thought along the lines of, "Well, we gotta, we've got to increase the amount of ethanol used in in vehicles. We can't go mm-hmm. with the ten percent that's there now. We've got to raise it up to twenty five percent and keep going higher and higher." Of course, you know now their big push is electric, but obviously know, they're they're thinking that we need to, you know, we need to go with the ethanol to replace. Fu- the oil mm-hmm. you know the most of these studies are so short-sighted that they don't look at the big picture like this you know i mean this is this is almost 20 years later that we're looking at it and we're seeing this is a huge problem this isn't mm-hmm. saving the environment this is making it worse you know but the study that they did was probably you know some stupid little two-year study of oh well look hey it burns cleaner of course let's not look at what's probably you know let's not look at at what it takes to actually get to the point to make that ethanol so that it's combustible no 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 we're not going to do that we're just going to oh well look it it burns cleaner i mean i've heard i haven't actually seen the studies and read about them myself but I've heard that it actually takes a lot of fuel oil to mm-hmm. get ethanol to a point of being combustible. To the point of being stable so that it can be transported and combustible. Yeah, Gasoline is actually kind of a miracle type of thing. You get a lot of energy out of a gallon of gasoline. And, you know, it's extremely stable. The gas itself doesn't burn. It's the it's the fumes that burn. Mm-hmm. You can if you can get a match past the fumes of gasoline, you could put a match out in liquid gasoline. The problem mm. is getting it to the gasoline. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's it's kind of a miracle, mm-hmm. and and the fact that yeah, the fact that trying to replace it. Is causing a huge issue. Is mm-hmm. it just shows the how miraculous it is, you know? And if 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 these oil companies were allowed to, act, or if the oil companies didn't have a stranglehold on Congress, as far as you know, the limits that they want to put on automobiles. I've also heard rumors that. Cars could easily get 60 to 70 miles a gallon. Hmm. Wow. You know, but but again, that's that's rumor. I don't I don't have any actual studies to to quote that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I just find it hilarious that suddenly we found <laughs> that you know ethanol ethanol sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really put it in, in a much different way. I mean, you know, it was supposed to be this miracle, this this savior for us. 
and it just sucks. It's making things worse. Hmm. But this is this is the fight that your generation is really going to have to deal with because, you know, my generation we're we're just kind of sitting here saying you know, we got half of us saying, yeah, let's just keep going the way we have been going for a hundred years. And you got the other half saying, oh no, we got to change, we got to change. Mm-hmm. We're, we got to save the planet. If we don't make changes now, the planet's going to be gone by the by 2050. Well, you know what? Mm. I hate to tell you folks, but the planet's going to be gone by 2050 if we continue the way we are. The planet's going to be gone by 2050. <laughs> there, there's no, there's no saving it. Yeah, I mean, I've made it pretty clear before, at least I think I have on here, that you know I feel. There's been warming since the last ice age. It has. Perhaps humans have accelerated it slightly, but we don't know. It's probably not too significant. We don't know the significance of it. There's some people that believe everything is human, which that's Mm -hmm. not the case. Because, you know, the earth was very warm when the dinosaurs were here. And then the earth got very cold. Mm Mm-hmm. How long did it take to go from very cold, uh, very hot to very cold? We don't know. We weren't there. You know, it, it recorded recorded human history is just a blip since the last ice age. Mm-hmm. And above and beyond that, you have many places such as the Americas where the civilizations that were here did not have a written language. Everything that was passed down was verbally passed down, which mm-hmm. anybody who knows anything about a grapevine realizes that grapevines suck. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of like uh, if in, in Google Sheets, there's a translate function. So you, mm-hmm. can put, you can put something in, have it in English, have it translate to some other language like French or Spanish, then have mm-hmm. it translate back to English, and you've got a completely different sentence. Yeah. That's a grapevine. I mean, <laughs> you know, so, so we have a very short time period of written history, and it's only in a very small area. You know, they keep talking in the Syracuse area about... Oh, well, you know, like temperatures coming up later this week, they're going to be seasonably cold, meaning they're colder than normal. Well, what's mm-hmm. normal? Normal is only 100 years. And halfway mm-hmm. through that, they moved the, the location of the official recording from downtown out to the airport. Mm-hmm. How accurate is that? It's not. Not at all. You know, and that's what we're basing everything on. So, at any rate, another topic for another show, I think. <laughs> mm. I can go on forever on that one. <laughs> yep. All right, so, how about our last topic in our final transition? <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, we'll, we'll keep reminding you that it's a transition. Just it's a because, transition. <laughs> just because we're so good at it, you won't know it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, this last one, it's kind of a mixed mixed news type of thing. 
And hmm. again, I'll put a I'll put a link in the show notes so yep. that you can actually read the article. But uh, basically, I was I was reading this today. There's a restaurant. Oh, you know what? Let me let me go back a bit. So, mm-hmm. outside of the United States, the idea of tipping your wait staff is very very foreign, and it's actually it's unheard of. In some places, that's actually an insult. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, the, the fact that restaurants in the United States can basically underpay their wait staff and have them make it up by tips, it's really... The concept is great. The execution is not. The concept is that it makes it so that the wait staff is going to work harder to make sure that you have a pleasant experience. The mm-hmm. problem is, number one... Underpaying your staff. Well, yeah. But, you know, number the first problem is half of your experience at a restaurant is based on the food that you eat. The mm-hmm. wait staff does not prepare that food. Mm-hmm. They deliver that food. The second yep. problem is the latest trend that there is with wait staff which hmm. is which is that all they do is take your order they don't bring anything out somebody from the kitchen brings the food out mm-hmm. you know there's there's somebody whose entire job is just to bring food out to your table mm-hmm. <clears throat> so okay now we've reduced we've reduced what the wait staff does even further Mm-hmm. So now, instead of half of your experience, they're a third of your experience. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I'm just like, okay. But, so, there, there's a restaurant out in San Francisco. I think it was mm-hmm. San Francisco. It's in California, I know that. But basically, what they've done is they've said... We're not doing tips. They mm-hmm. actually post. You know, there's a there's a sign out when you walk in says, "Yeah, we are very happy to be a no tip restaurant." Interesting. On their website, it says, "We are proud to be a no tip restaurant." Mm-hmm. So this is what they do. Everybody in the restaurant starts out at the same. I think that I think the article said sixteen dollar and thirty two cent minimum wage for the city. Mm-hmm. But everybody gets profit sharing on the restaurant. Oh. That's interesting. So, you know, they say, okay, so yeah, you know, some people are gonna say, Oh, well, it's only sixteen dollars and thirty two cents an hour for forty hours a week. You know, that's that's nothing. But you see, the way the waitresses they, they call it waitresses' wages because it used to be mostly females. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way that those work is, that's it. There's no overtime. Mm-hmm. So what's happening now is with this, uh, with this restaurant, they're eligible for overtime. So if mm-hmm. they work more than the 40 hours, they get paid time and a half. Mm-hmm. But the big key is, 
most of the staff, because of the restaurant sharing, most of the staff is making an extra six to seven hundred dollars per week from the profit sharing. Mm-hmm. That's more than most waitresses ever get in tips. Wow. You know, I mean, you get a you get a real high end restaurant. Yeah, you know, a wait a waitress is going to make that in a night, but that's at yeah. a real high end restaurant. You're talking. I mean, this isn't. This isn't a huge restaurant. They have 40 employees. Mm-hmm. They have... It, the The article was talking to the, the new owners who bought it from the previous owner, who was a French chef, who mm-hmm. brought the concept with him and really enforced it. Hmm. But with this, with these new owners, they've, ha- they've owned it for about five years, and they kept the concept because it worked. And what they've noticed is they don't have much for turnover. When people leave, it's not because they're going to go and work at another restaurant. It's because they're changing careers. Ah. So, you know, what they were able to do throughout the pandemic is they were able to keep, while these people were getting unemployment, because they did have to close. I mean, it was it's a restaurant. The restaurant industry yeah. is basically had to close their doors during the pandemic. But what yeah. they were able to do is they were able to continue the benefits as far as health and dental, optical. They were able to continue those for the employees while the employees collected unemployment. Uh-huh. And then as soon as the restaurant opened back up, they got every single staff member except for one to return. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. You know, and people love going there because they're getting great service. You know, and there's no infighting because one of the problems there is with the whole tip system is that the servers are getting all the recognition. Remember I said they're only 50% of the experience or now one third of the experience experience, where the back, back of the house, meaning the dishwashers, the cooks, you know, or line prep, any of that. They never got any recognition and they never get any of the tips. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting that profit sharing and it makes it so that there's no infighting between those groups. Mm-hmm. You know, even the person whose entire, uh, whose job is just to clean the restaurant mm-hmm. is involved in the profit sharing. That's, that's really cool. It is. And it's, it, it's a shock. And, you know, I've always, I've said for a long time, the tip system doesn't work. Exactly. They have no it's incentive. Awful. The only incentive they have is to remember you to know whether or not you were a good tipper. And if you're a good tipper, yep. the next time you come in, they're going to really be nice to you so that you'll tip really well. But if you yep. are a bad tipper, oh, no, no, no. They're not going to be nice to you at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, the system doesn't work. It doesn't. It's, it's nice to see that somebody has stuck with a system that's worked all over the world. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know that, you know, they're they're doing profit sharing elsewhere, but that's just huge. That's that's really what needs to happen. It is. If, if more companies did profit sharing instead of just hoarding it all for themselves and paying off the shareholders things would be a whole lot different. 
There'll be a lot more people that are happy. There'll be a lot more people that would be willing to put in the extra time and, you know, the, the extra time and effort to make the company mm-hmm. work better. Yeah, well. <sighs> so. So. <laughs> So I guess I guess we do have another transition, but it's a transition to the end because I'm sure you've heard the music starting up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, good night. <laughs> we'll see you.